Yo, guys. Welcome to Square Zeros. I'm Derek Hawkins. I'm John Mann. And this is our inaugural uh, out-of-town podcast, webcast, whatever we call this thing that we do. We're in Washington, D.C. right now, and uh, it's our first kind of foray outside the New York metro area. And we're talking with our good friends, Type Fighter. They are a garage pop band, melodic, rock and roll from D.C., and uh, they've got a lot of exciting stuff coming up. Uh, guys, why don't you go around and introduce yourselves and just say, you know, who you are and what you do in Type Fighter. My name's Will. I play drums in Type Fighter. My name's Thomas. I play the guitar. My name's Ryan. I sing and play guitar. I'm Scoops. I play bass. Yes. Awesome. Type Fighter. And this is also, we're also excited about this. This is also the first time we've ever been able to have a full band in here uh, together with us, thanks to, under under the auspices of Thomas, who uh, also records bands down here in D.C., um, we're able to sort of use his studio space and have some nice mics to do this on, so it's really nice. Thanks, Thomas. Thanks, Thomas. And thank you guys. You know, it's Saturday morning and everybody's probably hungover. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am. <have. laughs> uh, so we got, this is awesome. We have... Four early projects from uh, these excellent musicians we're going to listen to. Um, who is volunteering his head for our guillotine first? That would be Will. Will. <laughs> All right. All right. We're excited about this too because you know we you know these are friends of ours. These are guys that we know that we've played with, but we don't have a complete grip on what they were doing early on we know what they do now um and we're expecting some pretty divergent possibilities so will why don't you uh why don't you tell us about what this project was that you're working on and sort of how it began uh, what you've got for us today uh this was my big college band i don't really have anything from my high school exploits but uh this was i saw these guys my first week at college they were older and i saw them at a house show i thought it was the greatest band i'd ever seen in my life so i started hanging out with them and then they asked me i didn't actually play drum set with this band i played percussion so which was very like bro hippie thing to it's do heady. yeah yeah <laughs> and we were, um so anyways yeah i i uh, came on as a percussionist and just sort of I, I played a little bit of keys and guitar and stuff here and there but um kind of like that there was like a six piece so i was like the sixth member who kind of did what needed to be done, but mostly hand percussion. So, so now we have Stomp by Will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And where were you at school? I feel like that kind of makes a difference. This was Radford University down at Radford. Right by Virginia Tech. Yes. Um, cool. Oh, yeah, you guys. Virginia. Oh, yeah, we know. Virginians, right. man. This is home turf. Cool. Well, why don't you uh, tell us the name of the song and we can go ahead and get it queued up? This is our smash international hit <laughs> called, uh, <laughs> it was called Back to the Basics, and it features me on the washboard. Um, and <laughs> basics. I, that's really the only introduction you need. So, hit it. Let's hit it. I said hit it. What's the name, <laughs> What's the name of the band? Oh, politics. Politics. Oh, yeah. politics. Uh, with a CK. <laughs> 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 yeah.
All back, right. <laughs> back to back to the basics, man. Oh, well, why, Politics. Why are you guys laughing? <laughs> I just I was trying to bare my soul to you guys, <laughs> teach you to love again. And That's, you're laughing. So did they play that song the night you saw them? Um, and were overwhelmed. No, no. By... I was. I actually. Th- this is on our 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 big full length. <laughs> we we spent six months in a studio and racked up the most outrageous bill. Because we didn't know what we were doing or getting ourselves Wait, into six months, six months in a like professional recording studio down in Salem, um, and yeah, so the bill was crazy, but we all kind of learned a lot. Like that was the first place I ever interned at. It was called Flat Five, and Mike was an intern there, the, the guitarist. So it was, we all kind of learned a lot making that record. A lot of a lot of it was don't ever do this again. Um, <laughs> not, not about like the songs and stuff. It was just about yeah, our, was... our process of like let's take two days of you know 12 hour sessions to record the guitars on this one song because we really want some layers and it just nothing was thought out and that it turned me into the really kind of neurotic um have everything ready to go in the studio yeah we just learned a lot and we were in tons of debt and (laughs) yeah you're like not doing that again and we never did anything with the record obviously that's a shame that's a shame that's a real pleasant record we i want to get some comments from the uh, peanut gallery now i feel like we need to have like a a reaction section from uh from like the gallery how does this how does this color what you guys know of will Man, the waves of that song are still rippling inside me. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, I I I knew that about Will. This is no surprise, but I, it makes a lot of sense. He brings a lot of a, uh, a lot of that to the table, which actually works as really practical, um, tools and uh, in the studio and, you know, musically because Will we're all uh, heavy collaborator collaborators, um, so we're all like contributing to the song so the song would any of our songs wouldn't be what they were without any of our without with take one fucking element away and it's you know, <laughs> and it's it's completely different well so, also uh, a good washboard player is hard to find you know, it, you know it was, especially when he plays it on his abs you know, like, that's the impressive part now, it looks good but it makes it like a percussive sound it's just wild i've never yeah. seen that before <laughs> How many people were in that band? Six. To, six, okay. Right. Just, yeah, just a small outfit of six. And <laughs> we, uh, it was two guitars, vocals, bass, drums, and me. So when you were doing all that, what was the aim? What were you guys going for in terms of sound? And who was, who were you looking up to? Um, well, there was, I mean, Radford was, the college town was like very hippie-ish kind of. And uh, so there was a lot of that. There was a lot of... Um, we were really into early Incubus stuff. A couple of the guys were really into Faith No More. Um, obviously, that doesn't come through on that <laughs> yeah, side. I hear that, and all I think is Faith No More. Well, I mean, I'll tell you, too. I mean, early Incubus is also heavy. Yeah, you know, well, like, like, that yeah. record, that 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 was the, the smooth track. But a lot of the record it, like was us trying to be super heavy and, you know, weird That guitar stuff. break really surprised me. Yeah. That was a really nice moment yeah. in that song. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> the part where it's like, gin, gin, gin. But no, I mean, our influences were all over the map. Everyone was into different stuff, but, uh, you know, anywhere from classic rock to early That's Incubus stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere from Incubus to Incubus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. Classic 20. <laughs> classic <Yes>. 20. <laughs> well, Will, thanks so much, man. You're welcome. You were a brave soul for going first. Thank you. And now we'll retire you back to the other side of the room. We'll yes. get somebody else in so you can start making snide comments about something somebody loves. Yeah, I man, will. you get to just like <laughs> sit do. back, chill, and 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 insult your fellow musicians here. Oh, excellent. <laughs> Who's next? I, that, 
I'm not going. Oh, that one, I'm <laughs> just saying yours yours might hold up the most out of anyone's in this room. Well, I actually <laughs> just recorded that last night. This is all a ruse. <laughs> all six I hired parts. a bunch of session players and we made that last night. <laughs> That's actually an early type fighter cut. <laughs> they're, 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 all, they're, they're actually just finding it. This is the new direction. And they're oh, trying to right. find out what we think. It's one direction. Um, Ryan. Hello. Dude. What's up, man? Yo. Number two. <laughs> so how about how about you uh, introduce what what are you playing for us today? Uh, this is my high school band. I was I was I was sixteen. Um, I, actually, I was fifteen to probably about nineteen or twenty in this band. Uh, it was called Noise Pollution. Nice. And uh, I always hated that name. I always I, I joined can't the imagine band. Why. It was already, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, but even when I when I was like, you know, fifteen, sixteen and really you know, really, really knowing what I'm doing. Um I I just I hated the name. But anyway, I joined the band, it was already called Noise Pollution and um we eventually became Causeway to Barrier, which is way, way arty. Sounds like a Coheed and Cambria record. <laughs> yeah, that's art. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's you know, we got into some things and it got um like Coheed and Cambria, and it kind of changed <laughs> a lot of stuff. I'd say, as an American teenager, though, man, you know, like car references and rock and roll. Yeah, I'm into that. That works on me. <laughs> um, but this, uh, so the the what I'm gonna show you now. Uh, 16 years old, we were still called Noise Pollution, and um, we, it was an EP that we did. It was just three of us. We had we had a guitar player named Wes later, but um. It was after we recorded this, but pretty much this was like our transition from new metal to other types of new metal, <laughs> and uh, and you know like em like the beginning of emo. Like we were listening, I was uh, we were listening to to you know like Spine Shank and El Nino while getting into Glassjaw. You know what I mean? And so right. It was just like this, and and Incubus. You know, um, got really into Incubus. Um, you, I played bass in this band, um, and uh, this band actually we I, I brought this thing. I'll pass it around for everybody to see it. But my sister made this for me because when I was 16 years old, it was a big year for me. Um, <laughs> I when you peaked. We yeah we so this is the 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 peak of my career. I was in YM magazine for the boys and yes. bands section. Um, the way the boys and what boys and bands. boys and bands. <sighs> <laughs> She likes the boys in the band. I, I was I was quoted in the article, and it says uh, I, I was labeled the craziest one. <laughs> I, I haven't read this in a long time. The boy craziest one. And if you want to read it. Yes, yes. Noise Pollution, the band, from left. Nick, 18, vocals and lead guitar. Chris, 18, drums. Ryan, 16, bass. And for those of you at home, it is a five-string bass. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love how that's a burn. Here we go. All all caps. The sound colon. We we're a midcore band. I thought that was mediocre at first. Midcore. <laughs> oh my god. We never even thought about that. We thought we we thought of that. We were so we were so original with the genre. It was midcore because it was not quite hardcore. But As opposed was, to hardcore. Or or softcore, I guess. People have compared our car. Our, people have compared <laughs> our guitar work to old Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Nick influences newfound glory stained glass jaw. How long they've been together? Three years discography 
three compilations, the first a live six-track CD, the second an album called The Glass Dimension, and the third a five-song demo, where they practice, colon, in Nick's basement in Dale, Virginia. Uh, guy most attached to his instrument, Chris, quote, when I first saw my drums after not being home for three weeks, they seemed so beautiful and I wanted to hug them. <laughs> Craziest one, Ryan, <laughs> quote, once I was on stage at a club, and I jumped onto a monitor, and it flipped. I busted my ass in front of a million people. It was pretty embarrassing. There were a million people funny. at your show. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were in my mouth. It was eight, man. to 16. And it's totally, the picture is is the the three of them kind of like, you know, getting their getting a lean on in what's it, probably homie's Nick's, basement. Nick's mom's uh, There's uh, a birdcage, and there's a print of the Mona Lisa, and like floral patterned <laughs> wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> this is priceless. Yes. Man. We, yeah, we've this had, is an artifact. Yeah. Take a look I, at my pants. I feel bad. I feel bad for the two, the two guys left, man. Like we just found the holy grail, and now what do we do? Um, that bird in there is named Sweet Cheeks. Awesome. Actually, Sweet interesting cheeks. story about the YM thing. Um, that's how I got my very first serious girlfriend. Because uh, I remember being in high, <laughs> I remember being in high what school. What happened, man? I know, I know that this is like this is a great thing that came from it. Um, I was in high school and I, I was in guitar class with this girl named Christy, and we became really good friends. And she had a best friend named Sarah, and I was like, "Yo, yo, friend, Sarah, hot." And uh, <laughs> and then so she was like, "Oh, I'll put in a good word for you," because she, you know, we were we were we were buds, and so she did. And Sarah was like, "Oh, he's weird." <laughs> he has a spiky spiky hair right yeah that guy that guy's weird but it turns out she had a subscription to ym magazine so after rejecting me through christy um she came up to me in the hall and was like hey i saw you in my magazine how's it going i was like going all right can i get your number she was like yeah <laughs> and then we were together for like three years and she's still one of my very best friends and and it, it was awesome but yeah it was very I always made fun of her because she was that was like the most shallow thing she's ever done. <laughs> and but, you know, you know, and but whatever, she's she's fantastic, and it was uh, it's uh, so it was really awesome that kind of, that that's how we got brought together. So let's dedicate great, but... this song to her. Yes, this song is called "When It Rains It Pours," I think. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a smooth one. I I do some slap and pop bass. Let's hear it. No big deal. All right. When it rains, it pours. Number four, Thomas.
Noise pollution, dude. Do you sell so these stickers? <laughs> I want one. <laughs> <laughs> Over merch. I don't know. Maybe I have, I have this. I have this patch. I have this like huge patch that I just found because I just moved. Um, in this like random box, it was just like this patch. It's like this big, and it says it's uh it's like a cream colored cloth, and it's brown, and it says noise pollution, and then it's the the Boston and Arlington skyline. 
which is <laughs> it looks really cool. It looks really cool. The guy Nick who uh, who who is uh, sang and played <laughs> played guitar. Um, he 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 got really into like graphic design. He started like uh, experimenting a lot because it was our band, and um, and anyway, so it was just it, it was he was really he was really fucking. Pro- productive about it you know like he was very he had he always did a lot of art stuff for the band and, and i never really had to worry about that because i was just like the stoned bass player all the time <laughs> you weren't that stone man those fucking slaps oh, yeah, and pings man dude i was feeling it <laughs> yeah. just, you know that, that was I, I could feel the pain being sent below <laughs> <laughs> uh type fighter how does this change? What do you say for that song? Yeah. Can we play that in our next show? Let's <laughs> cover a noise awesome. pollution song. Yeah. <laughs> At least get Ryan to do a slap bass solo. Definitely. <laughs> At least get Ryan to spike his hair again. <laughs> At, <laughs> least frosted. Yeah. At least frost it. Yeah. I did not even recognize him in that photo. <laughs> God, I remember getting my hair frosted. It was so. You got it frosted. <laughs> My mom used to do it at home because I was like, this is what I... That's so much better than going to Bubbles and having that. <laughs> I was like, man, this is what I need, Mom, please. And then so did it to me. <laughs> and my mom was always very supportive. Like, you know, for better or for worse, she was always just like, you be That's you. Love, man. Yeah, yeah, she's awesome. awesome. My mom, my mom is great. But, um... This was last year. <laughs> you, Mom. Well, the problem with, with get, like, my hair was short, so the problem with getting your hair frosted, you have to wear this fucking, I don't know if any of you have ever frosted your hair, but you have to wear this, <laughs> this, like, this, like, hairnet thing with these tiny holes, and what they have to do is they have to stick the spike in through the hole and pull out hair, because you don't, you don't want to bleach your whole head, that would look stupid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, anyway, it's, it's made for people with long hair, so you just take... Put stick it in real quick and pull it out, and then a big piece of hair comes out. But when you have short hair, it's just like it's a struggle. So you're just getting your head stabbed over and over and over again. So it's just like anything for rock and roll, man. man that's <laughs> why your mom was so into it. So that pain fueled these songs of noise pollution. That, that was, you know, I didn't have a very hard life, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that's the, the that is the sound of getting frosted tips, <laughs> noise pollution. <laughs> Oh. oh well, Ryan, dude, that was fucking priceless. Uh, I don't know if we're. Uh, I, I I can't. I we need to go somewhere next. I don't know where it's gonna be. All right. Well, but I it's uh, it's like going on after Miles Davis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they call me Miles Davis. Yeah. Ryan Miles. Davis oh, okay. McLaughlin. All right. Well. All right. Let's go. I don't know. You guys don't have a preference. Yeah, man, it's kind of the opposite of what we just listened. Let's go, to. Thomas. Thomas. Let's go, Thomas. Tea bag. All right, thanks, Ryan. Woo! Yeah. Woo! See, Will, you didn't get a round of applause because you didn't get frosted tips. Yeah. See, what, Sorry. What's also cool is that <laughs> you didn't go all out. And that band, I would wear this hat like this. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh shit! The backwards. Yeah. Backwards so, you know, page boy. This with my frosted hair was just. Yeah, man. Look out! Look out! YM magazine. Fred Durst would have been proud. <laughs> oh, you, Freddie D. <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> yes, <What>? Derek. <laughs> Thomas, Thomas. I've been. I cheated a little bit. Thomas and I had a pregame when Type Fighter was up in Brooklyn uh, back in December, I guess it was, uh, and. Uh, 
I got the inside scoop on uh, Coca Pelli. Coco Pelli. Is that what it's called, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like that, that Native yeah. American yeah, flute playing yeah. guy? Yeah. The, I, god, the god of fertility. Mm. Mm. We're oh. virile young hi, chaps. Hi, hi. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I love this too. The <laughs> I love this too because uh, you know on top of this I feel like I know you know Thomas and I you know we went to college together and I feel like I know some of these guys who were the who are the personnel in this again? Um, it was Dave and Steve and Brian King were all amazing. In amazing. This band. You just I mean uh, you know we don't have time to to you know develop it here but if we like spiraled out into the projects that they also do now, nothing could be further from that than a jam band <laughs> called coca <Coca-Pella. laughs> Steve plays a bunch of free jazz now. Yeah, yeah, Golden Glasses, man. He's all over the place. Yeah. Um, so so is did you guys identify as a jam band? Oh yeah. Okay, oh yeah. Was, we we would go jam on, band on, purpose. on on we had songs that were just excuses to jam. Like it was like <laughs> one chord, this stupid riff, and then we would go jam for like five minutes and then come back and play this stupid riff and like sing a little verse or something. That's what the public wants. I'm curious yeah. I'm curious as to what kind of lyrical content made it into the Oh god the fertile crescent oh, of Coco Pella. That <laughs> <laughs> was pretty embarrassing. Uh, um a lot of it was meaningless. We we wrote, we wrote stuff. Uh, one song was the the chorus was "I'll push your hush button, baby," which just oh came from a. <laughs> I thought that was a Robin Thicke song. <laughs> uh, Steve uh, Steve just opened like this Consumer Reports buyer's guide and found like a thing on smoke detectors. <laughs> <laughs> It was like, oh, hush button. I'll push your hush button. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That was the sort of stuff. Uh, but the song we're going to hear uh, is called Good Night Stars, Good Night Moon, which was inspired by the children's book that was in our drummer's basement. Uh, yes. Another example of just pick up whatever book is right there. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's some words. Smoke detector manual. <laughs> Good night, moon. Uh, all right. Does it need any more introduction than that? I'm chomping at the bit. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to me. All right, here it goes. Here we go. Passing through the perch on a summer's day things that you'd say Can't seem to tell if you're alive or if you left me Rolling out the things I can't recall Running all my thoughts into the wall Seems like I can't remember all the things you told
myself into your space I can't believe you'd left me here There's something there that doesn't feel right Shake it off and cover me up Till the pressure's good and I can't get stuck So, <laughs> so be straight with us. How long that that outro, you know, good night stars, good night move, vampy part. How long would you drag that out when you played it live? Uh, that wasn't one of our jam songs, actually. Well, that was one. like our pop song, our concise pop song, <laughs> as evidenced by the fact that the the outro only went on for like a minute longer than it should. <laughs> I'm gonna have it stuck in my head all day, though. Yeah. Good night, stars, and good night. Moon. We were we were really <laughs> convinced that like soon. we were really convinced it should be a Backstreet Boys song. That was <laughs> that was the days that Backstreet Boys were taking over the world. <laughs> it really was just a fish song. Yeah. I want to be fish song. I hear a little bit of uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young in there. Oh yeah, or an attempt at it. Yeah. That's, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's not what we were thinking. <laughs> we were thinking, how can we be fish? <laughs> so so where did you end up going with that one? 
What do you mean, where'd we end up going? We, <laughs> we went straight to the top. <laughs> <laughs> Did that well? Did that appear on an EP? Like, oh, did that, you that, put it on that wax? appeared on a record. We we had won um, a battle of the bands, uh, actually judged by this band Urban Style, which was the other band in the that uh, YM profile that that Ryan. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah Ryan, Ryan's face lit up when you said that. Urban yeah. Style. Yeah. <laughs> um. So so we won ten hours of uh, free recording time at. Q Studios down the road here in Falls Church, and we just went in and one night and knocked out like five songs in those five hours, like vocals and everything. <clears throat> and so we took those five songs, and then of course we were a jam band, so we had to have live tracks too to really show the live experience. So we we <laughs> we recorded a, a show from the old firehouse over in McLean, this the Teen yeah. Center. Yeah, yeah, that was like the big time for us. <laughs> Wait, the Battle of the Bands did you, was that the Nation show? The Nation Battle of the Bands? No, no, you? it was wasn't at, that one. It was at the old firehouse. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Because we did the same thing. That was I, the only place we ever played. My um, my high school band had the same thing. We had like there was this giant Battle of the Bands at Nation, and uh, we sold a hundred tickets to it somehow. I couldn't sell a hundred tickets to my show. High, high school, homie. <laughs> high school. <laughs> I'm sure my parents like every band member. Parents bought like ten or something like that. So. Noise Pollution did the same thing, same exact. Nation. Yeah. Yes, and we won ten hours at Q. Yeah. yeah. So well, we didn't win anything. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry. Continue. So so among the songs from the live set that we put on, there was a song just called Jam, because of course we got to have a jam on there. Um, and so we we was we, the cover uh, the Michael Jackson song. No, oh, unfortunately man. not. <laughs> that would have been oh, good. Yeah. Rapping on it. What? The classic <laughs> rap We're gonna have those guys on. Oh my god! Here come the jam, hot jam. Can, can you get Michael Jordan? Michael, let's talk about your early stuff. That's right. <laughs> so, so you released the EP so, so to we, enormous fanfare. We we did actually. We 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 burned copies. We went to the nerd high school, so someone's like big senior project was creating a robotic CD burner. It was like four CDR drives and just what? a robotic arm that would pick up Man. the blanks and. Put them up in there, and and uh, so we were we were copying like a hundred CDs at a time, like a whole spindle. Back in the days before CD burners were like, <laughs> oh yeah, everywhere. we used to just have to sit there for like fifteen minutes in for the duration yeah. of the album in front of the CD burner, yeah. and then swap it and put the sticker on the CD. And so we we just sold it at our high school, and I think like one out of every three people in our high school bought a copy. So we sold like five hundred records. And I think that's better yeah. selling than any project I've been in since. <laughs> that was the pinnacle of my musical career, right there. And it's been all downhill since I was 17. It's, uh, it's funny, man. We're having so much fun with this, but this could lead to some serious depression yeah. at the end of this. And everybody's like, holy shit, did I peak at 16? Did I really peak at 16? Ryan was in YM. I was, I was a near gold record selling artist. See, now I hate myself. Yeah, I see. Side effects. You were building Great show. Great idea, you dickheads, having us talk about our high school bands. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Well, Thomas. 
That was awesome. Yeah, thank Coca-Pelle, you so much. Coca everybody. I've heard about, I've Boom. heard of, yeah. <laughs> I've heard of Coco Pelle for years, but I was, you can't prepare yourself for that. You can't prepare yourself. All right, scoops. So we, uh, we, we, we come down, come down to our last <laughs> member here. You've, you've bravely yes. volunteered to sort of close this out here. Um, why don't you introduce uh, this band and tell us uh, what this project was? All right. Um, this was the, it's called the Sidewinder Ska Club. And nice. The yes. name, well, the name came from, it's actually the second band I was in after being in prayer meeting bands. Oh my, this is my second real band ever. And, um, prayer meeting bands. Yeah. I grew up, that's how I learned how to play bass. And, uh, the first band broke up because I started dating the sax player. So, the Sidewinders is That's a story. me. The, si- the Sidewinders is me in the the horn section from the first band. <laughs> yes. We started our own band. So I recruited my brother to play drums and a friend, my friend Ten Grease, to sing because he was he can't really sing, but he's like the funniest dude I ever knew. So I was like, come be our singer. And um, we got our name because we used to cover. The horn players were all like jazz people, and we used to cover a song called "The Sidewinder." I don't know who who does it. It's a famous jazz song. Anyways, oh, yeah, that's do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. Um, I don't it's know. A standard. Yeah. Freddie yeah. Hubbard. Freddie Hubbard, maybe. I, I don't know. But that's where we got the name. So it's the Sidewinder, Sidewinder Scott Club. Club. Okay, yes. and we have this like beautifully packaged cassette here. <laughs> uh, it's uh, black and white. The Sidewinders. No <laughs> it's, it says the Sidewinders twice in a circle. Uh, the Sidewinders, the Sidewinders, Ska Club. And there is a Sidewinder airplane. Uh, it's like I a World really War II like, yeah. fighter jet, like maybe a Spitfire or something like this. Real. That's awesome. And then, of course, there's a bowler hat and uh, the uh, obligatory the yeah. black and white checkerboard on the spine. <clears throat> and you open that guy up, and that's pretty cool looking, actually. It's like... I was in Baltimore, that photo. That's you guys um, standing outside of yeah, like a movie theater? An old busted up movie theater. Cool. Sarah's sister, Kate, was a photographer and she lived in Baltimore at the time. So that we went and up there. And is this and your got... home phone number on here? For booking <laughs> and info, yeah. contact it was back Sarah then. at 301 249 Or John at 301-249-3766. That's so awesome that but, um, you can do that. There was a time yeah. when you could do that. And I mean, it, it was made on horribly, a you know, like, photocopier, misused. basically. Yeah. So this isn't even Photoshop or anything. This is cut and paste. Yeah, and photocopy. basically, I didn't have a computer. Man. I was like, <laughs> I went to King You guys got to check this out. Thing. That's awesome. And, uh, yeah, there was no email addresses either. That's why our phone numbers are in there. That's great, man. We predated but, the specials. The yeah, specials right. got everything they knew from us. Yeah, and um, the song is—it's uh, like one of the first songs I ever wrote, and it's—it's it's called the oldie. We didn't have a name for it, but you'll hear why it's called the oldie because it's basically just an oldie, a ripoff of all the oldies. And wait, again, so, how how old were you when you recorded uh, this? Was I twenty one, maybe something cool. like that? Yeah. Cool. And you play bass on this. Yeah. You've always played bass. Player. Yeah. Got it. Nice. The oldie. Let's hear it.
with some dinner from the hamburger stand. You can be my baby and I'll be a man. Then go dancing at the freshman hop. Get twisting all night. We'll never stop. Or I'll take you to a drive-in movie. I just want you to sit next to me. Then we'll ride to that spot in my car. Holding hands beneath the stars. Little darling, can't you see? You're the only girl for me. Little darling, can't you tell? We go together all so well. And oh, baby, how I love you. Don't you know that it's true? Uh, you are the most perfect girl. And oh, baby, how I love you. Say you can't You've been grounded by your old man He locked your door and threw away the key He won't let you near a guy like me If it helps, I can cut my hair To be with you, girl, I'd become a square I won't cut school and I'll lose my knife I'll do anything if you'll be my wife Little darling, can't you see you're the only girl for me Little darling, can't you tell We go together all so well And oh, baby, how I love you Don't you know that it's true? Uh, you are the most perfect girl And oh, baby, how I love you You're the cutest girl I've ever seen You're like an angel from up above And I'm just a fool in love I say I love you, still want to know why Cause there's that magic in your eyes I made room for you in my heart And I don't ever want to be apart Little darling, can't you see you're the only girl for me Little darling, can't you tell We go together all so well And oh, baby, how I love you Don't you know that it's true? 
Song called again? The oldie? the oldie? We didn't have like a name for it. Yeah, yeah. Come with a come in with a really intense radio personality. Yeah. <laughs> Just the exact same thing. <laughs> that was the oldie. <laughs> Sidewalk. I can put a title on You want to take it? Man, that was awesome. I'll be the I'll be I'll be the you can be the cougar and I'll be the, I'll be the wild man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get the sampler out. <laughs> Devolve into shock jackery. <laughs> All right, guys. So that was the oldie, <laughs> by, <laughs> by the Sidewinder Sky Club. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was great. That yeah. was great. That was actually like so. That's no it, offense I mean, to the rest of Type Fighter, yeah, but that's sure. what I still blast right now. Yeah, I'm listening. I'm listening. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I listened that whole record straight through. That's great, man. So, uh, how many people were in that band? That was, um, at that current moment there were let's see drums bass guitar two sax trombone trumpet singer so that's eight man and then we added a keyboard player after that so that would take us up to nine that's always i'm always curious with ska bands i'm like how do you wrangle all those heads it's hard enough with four it was it was impossible but you know you're young and crazy so you make it work try to make it work yeah there's a bit there's a bit of talk over while we were listening to that track in here and everybody's like you know you kind of want to be in a ska band at one point you know like everybody (laughs) kind of had it all of us were like it's a lot of personnel yeah it's it's hard yeah that's awesome that sounded great yeah it was fun we got to open for goldfinger uh what see yeah at university of maryland man i don't know that was kind of a lucky thing um and you know there was a lot of cool ska bands in DC. Was that during like then, Goldfinger's like, heyday? At all? Yeah, kind of. It's like when they first came out. Yeah, we played at University of Maryland. Like they were a band, you know. But we used to play with. Uh, there was a band from New York called the Pilfers. Yeah, I don't know mm-hmm. if you remember them. Yeah. They're like people from the Toasters and like other ska bands. That it was a new band. And they were kind of our buddies a little bit. We played with them a lot. Well, tell us, awesome. tell us a little bit about the the DC ska scene at the time. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, we always felt like we were, um, I mean, we we always looked up to like the pie tasters and the skunks and th- those were the real ones to us. We we always felt like we were just like, you know, not, not a real ska band or whatever. And, um, but yeah, there used to be a lot of good shows, the old black cat and the old firehouse. And there was another place in Northern Virginia near TT Reynolds, like the parking lot behind it, that, oh, man. What, that's now called the old firehouse. Was that the old firehouse? It still is, actually. I, Maybe yeah. I don't, man. I don't remember, but yeah, we used to play there. The Decepticons. Those are also friends of ours. Mm. Back then, I don't know what they're up to now. You know, John but, and I were speculating when we came down. We we're like, I wonder what Scoops is doing. John was like. I bet you Scoops was in a sick ska band. Like his stage <laughs> antics and like the way he bounces yeah, around with the bass. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I could see that too. Nailed it. Nice, nice. <laughs> Not yeah. only that, but a good like, ska band. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, it's funny. Like the other songs, there's other songs that, and I'll, I'll listen to them. I can't even keep up with how 
like my former bass playing self. <laughs> I used to play so fast. Not on that song, but but anyways, yeah. So it's that was one of the first songs you wrote, you said. Yeah. And where was that? Where, this tape that we're, we were listening to, um, where was that in your discography? Uh, I mean, that was the first... The the band before that that I was in before this one, um, we recorded like a tape at the Trans Am house. Do you remember that band, Trans Am? Yeah, from DC. Oh yeah. The one sax player, his brother was Sebastian, is a drummer, and they recorded like four songs, and then that band broke up because of me. <laughs> so this was our very first recording. So How this many kind of like my first up? This is like my first real recording I was I was ever in like a real studio. And what was so the studio? It's Q. It was Q, man. I think so. Yeah. This is I, a I Q house. house. I love yeah, it. Yeah. We had, you know, we saved up money and went and we had like I don't there's only I think there's like I, for, I think there's like six songs on there and we had uh, probably like five hours and we just played them as fast as we could and there's like mistakes on it and stuff you know but mistakes back count, then you man. couldn't go back to like sounds it sounds different. a lot like like our record too <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Matt Wills yeah, dude Wills is awesome that's six months six to go <laughs> yeah uh, it was a 13 song Will yeah. spends more time <laughs> on the guitars on one track than you did on your entire record. Yeah, I mean, than than everybody like... did on their first records. But that was back then, man. You didn't have like the technology, you know. I was yeah. these I days was like you... convinced that that tape machine that they were recording us onto it had to be digital because this was like the fancy new yeah, man, I, it was new like, studio. Dude. It's like this twenty-four inch mm-hmm. or twenty-four track tape machine. Yeah, the big inch dat tape yeah. or whatever it was. Two inch, yeah. two inch, inch, two yeah. inch reel to reel, yeah. yeah. And I was like, that's got to be digital, man. Yeah. Well, we I, went, the first time we went, we recorded on the, <laughs> we recorded on the dat tape the first time. Then we went back to do an EP, and he had like Logic or whatever, and yeah. we were like, oh, bummer. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I'd never been in a studio before, so I didn't know, you know. Well, what we, it was like, I was just like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, we crazy. first, we, we went and recorded and we're like, we're like, oh, let's just bring our guitars because they're going to have like tons of really good amps that we can use. And we go there and they had like one like tiny shitty little like one by ten. And so we ended up doing like the bass and drums the first day and then just scratch guitars through that and then having to bring our amps the next yeah. day. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you the know. engineer was so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's probably like, these idiots. <laughs> you mean I have to sit through another session of this? Yeah. So where did you end up going with that, and like how did what what ended um, up what was the fate of the band? That band actually, man, it went through a bunch of members. The singer quit, or he didn't quit. We we just went in a different direction. The the guitar player quit. Some of the horn players quit. We got another singer. And then I got my my friend Vince to play, who you guys know from like Cactus Patch Army Me. Um, and another singer. Then that singer was crazy. This guy Daryl, and so then we got another singer, <laughs> and that that only lasted for a little bit. So it just kind of fell apart. And then me and Vince were in a band for years with Dennis that went off of that. This is my buddy Vince I grew up with. So I don't know. That band lasted. Sidewinders lasted for I don't know four or five years or something, and then. No Would more. You look back fondly? No more Scott. Yeah, nice. dude, I miss it. So I want a Scott Club. Yeah, that was great. 
Right, nice. so thanks, Coop. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, man. So I want to ask just as a general sort of wrap-up, so what does this mean now for Type Fighter? What does this mean now that you guys have heard these sort of disparate sides of each other? I quit. <laughs> so Ryan's out. Ryan's out. Finally. Oh, no. Word. Turn um, this back into a jam band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be nice Wait, to do a song that's just like an amalgam of everything that you guys <laughs> yeah. did. Right. That'd be great. Each, uh, of you, each of you drags out like whatever instrument you. Uh, well, I guess you guys have two bassists now. If we're going, well, Thomas, yeah. Thomas, three bassists. Yeah. Yeah. Three, yeah. three, three, yeah. three. Yeah. Four of us. Yeah. I actually, yeah. well, everyone's been a bass player. Politics for a while. Dude, I should have. I I was a, a guitar player for a little bit in a band. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking five string, five string, four string bass, washboard. There we go. Yeah, right. dude. And, and maybe you guys can bring Steve back in to sing in those high, gentle, uh, gentle voices. Yeah, I, I really wanted a seven-string bass. Oh my god! <laughs> Who doesn't? I had a six-string bass for for a brief time. That's pretty awesome. I played with a guy with a six-string bass a couple nights ago for a Who big are these dudes, man? <laughs> <laughs> so many strings. Instruments have a set number. What of did I miss when I was in high school? Oh, this is great. Well, I, I want to do this, like, annually or something now. Now I want to, like, every year we come back down here and we play a show and we have you guys in and talk about, like, another cut. For, like, I, have, yeah. I, I have more embarrassing bands. <laughs> me too. Yeah. I have a bunch. You just let me know. I will gladly exploit my, uh, my, my past. Great, so we can go back to the type fighter well anytime. Anytime. <laughs> it's deep and dark. <laughs> it's deep and dark. And we all fell down it. Yeah. Next time maybe I'll bring the band that I the, the rap the rap new metal band that I sang for called Shinebox. What? 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 You oh, like can you just play God. a show? What can we just record like, this is like Man, we're ending on a cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. Well let's let's uh, wrap it up to uh what do you guys have coming up? What's in the works for type, type fighter? fighter have yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Outside of the inevitable breakup, <laughs> now that Ryan really quits. Bad, guys. Um, we are going to release a full length in April, so everything's kind of been moving towards that, but more immediate, uh, in the more immediate future, we are opening for Pup, is that right? Mm-hmm. Pup. At Toronto. DC9. Yeah, they're from Toronto. We're really excited. Uh, a couple other awesome bands on the bill. That's February 22nd, but uh, that's, that's it for right now. We, we're uh, gearing up booking tour dates for later in the spring. Um, to support the full length that's coming out, but we're pretty excited about it. We made a video. We made a video. We have a, we have, no one can see it yet. Yeah, we have a new <laughs> video coming that'll come out closer to April, I suspect. Did Ryan break out his frosted tips for the video? Actually, <laughs> I, yeah. There are some wigs and masks involved. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I can say. <laughs> Another cliffhanger. Yeah. And some BN of brief nudity for people. <laughs> I thought it was butt nudity. I assumed it was butt nudity. Actually, that's a lot better. There's some, there's some dude butts. We'll, we'll go back and edit in some butt nudity just for you. Well, that's our new band name. Butt nudity. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming out, butt nudity. It's been a really fun show. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. And then two minutes of giggles, and yeah. then we and then we close. And then we yeah. close. <laughs> right. Yeah, this has been it. <laughs> uh, awesome. Type Fighter, thank you guys so much for agreeing to do this. <laughs> I say agreeing to do this. Right, this is a pioneering, pioneering <laughs> Square Zeros. This is changing the game for us at Square Zeros, man. Scoops, Ryan, Will, Thomas, been awesome. 
Uh, and we're going to close out on a single from your forthcoming album called Much. Well, the album is called The End of Everything. The single is called Much. Yes. Yes. Sweet. Let's do it. Thanks, guys. Square Zeros. Sure. <laughs> 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 <laughs>